Can you say, welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast? Welcome back to the ba- uh, Balcony Brothers podcast. I'm James Wingfield. I'm Joshua Brucey. I'm Connor Barber. I'm Clayton Lawrence. And I'm Cameron Downs. Thanks, James. Bro, you know I'm on the toilet right now. Welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast. On today's are... craveable episode. Oh, that's a that's a throw forward. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. I don't know what that means. That means is that a baseball term? <laughs> <laughs> Some people call it foreshadowing, but not me. <laughs> throw forward is, is much better. Bum 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the special Sleepy Time episode of the Balcony Brothers podcast. My name is Connor Barber. My name is Clayton Lawrence. My name is Joshua Bruschi. My name is Cameron Downs. And today, we're taking a big old nap together, all of us. One big cuddle puddle. Don't yawn. Don't yawn over there. <sighs> but it's you so, suck. But it's so sleepy today. <sighs> We're all so tired. We're all so calm. <laughs> now he's gone. <laughs> I will try my best for everyone that does not want to sleep on the road <laughs> to stay awake for you. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this in the car, you could probably pick a different episode. <laughs> yeah, just hit, go to Spotify and then you hit the back button and you hit that until it goes back to the last episode. You do. You might have to hit it a bunch of times. Sadly. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's like a straight up back button or if it's just a rewind 10 seconds button i think on podcasts it just rewinds yeah, until but you get to the beginning and then it goes to the previous episode quite possibly and then you have to rewind rewind all the way through that one mm-hmm. 10 seconds at a time until you get to the beginning i understand but please do that while you're driving instead of <laughs> instead of <laughs> listening to this episode. instead of listening to our, our special sleepy time cast <sighs> i feel the need to put a disclaimer not to do that actually but <laughs> but you probably should you also have free will so well, that's an argument for another time. Not the sleepy time episode. Yeah, I can't yeah. think about that. I'm about to go to sleep. It's Betty Bye. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've got a whole episode to record, Cameron. I don't know if we can sleep yet. What well, do you do? You guys like have any like rituals that you do? To, like, if you need to sleep like immediately, like God, if I, 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 if I knew. Shh, calm down. It's the sleepy time episode. Yeah. Not for if not I for knew <laughs> how to fall. What? Wait. If he knew how to fall asleep, he would be asleep right now. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't finish that sentence because I fell asleep. Oh. Oh, did you uh, just wake up to say that? Well, yeah. yeah he, had well, to, he had to qualify because we were confused. Well, I wasn't sure if he was sleep talking. Well, he, he asked if I knew how to Slocking. fall asleep quickly, and I, sa- I said the sentence that makes me fall asleep quickly, which is, oh. if I knew how to fall asleep quickly, uh, I would fall. It's like an ironic twist mm-hmm. sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, That's funny. You know, I think a lot of things work kind of kind of well like that. Mm-hmm. I... I like to put on a YouTube video and then I put the YouTube video on one side of me 
you know, on my phone or something, mm-hmm. and then I turn over. And if the YouTube video is playing behind me on my phone and I'm facing away from it with my eyes closed, it knocks me out. Yeah, I do the same thing, except the YouTube video I always watch is really scary sounds. Just like the patented... And it's just a bunch of like really frightening noises. Yeah, we we wouldn't play any of them for you, obviously. Yeah, and they're really they're right behind me, and they're right behind you, as you're and, sleeping. Yeah, I'm sure that gives you good dreams. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it works like a charm. I fall asleep in. It's wonderful. Maybe that's why he remembers all of his dreams, because they're all so incredibly frightening. They imprint on his mind permanently. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes back through his database, and they're each attributed to one terrifying noise. Right. And he just scrolls through them like that. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, it's actually not even sleeping. It's just really vivid daydreaming as I have like hallucinations of the the nightmares I've had from right. watching the really scary sounds video. I'm really intrigued by what um, what the the video that is playing on the screen while this you know YouTube video is playing well, entitled very scary sounds really scary sounds sorry really scary sounds i couldn't tell you i've never seen it gotcha you, you always you always like click on it and then immediately like turn your phone off yeah actually i i only wear headphones that have like a pause button on on like the oh, cord so you like sit it up and then you turn away from it before you press play yeah okay or sometimes i'll be like a hey, google play really scary sounds and then it play and okay. then it plays some scary sounds for me i understand some really scary ones so, even incredibly incredibly frightening sounds i will say you know this video is not it, it's not perfect some of the sounds sounds are only kind of scary they're only mildly frightening yeah some they're, of them are very scary but all, like I, I would say 50 percent of them are really scary are there any like spikes at any point in the video of just like pure sheer horror and terror or is it just no it's a it's a pretty consistent yeah, I would say all the all the sounds classify as scary, like different levels of scary, but they're mm-hmm. all scary. They're not horrifying or terrifying or. Gotcha. You know. I'd say they all fit the mood. That very sounds pretty well. nice. I think if there was like an overarching story or any build up, then it I would not be able to sleep because right. I'd be waiting. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'd be excited to see where the story goes. Josh, do you have any bedtime rituals? <laughs> no. You don't take melatonin. Well, regardless ritual, of if I take melatonin, drugs. it doesn't help. I need a lot. And then you wake up tired. Well, that doesn't even happen. Well, if you're I tired, just, you just don't really? wake up. And yeah. if I use melatonin, I will still it'll maybe fall asleep faster, but then I will wake up How do you, as if I have not fallen asleep. How do you get melatonin? You, buy you have it to go to like store. a dealer? No. Nope. Nope. I mean, if the dealer is Target, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> you can just walk in there and grab Publix, it. Walmart. CVS, Walgreens. It's not even behind a case. You can just look at it and take it. You could just unscrew the cap and just consume all of it in the store. That's why there's so many people falling asleep at Target. Yeah, Yeah. It's crazy. That's why we're falling asleep in this Target right now. Imagine getting kicked out of Target Target for chugging melatonin. It's quite a story. Falling asleep in the aisle. (laughs) Sounds like something I dream about doing. If you chugged melatonin, how quickly would you fall asleep? Did we test that tonight? Probably not very sleep. I mean, I, I I wouldn't classify it as sleep. I think you'd probably like enter a coma. I think, you think probably, it's that dangerous. Yes, I I to take in large amounts. Yeah. I mm. thought melatonin was a sleep aid. I didn't think it was a. And you know, a comatic drug, whatever the term is. I mean, anything is Anesthetic. dangerous in large amounts. I don't know if you would enter a coma because it's going to put you in one, or if, or because like your body stops functioning. Right. Because from it, having too it's much. It's just melatonin. clogged up with all that melatonin. Mm. Yeah. 
stops mm. your arteries and veins and airways and melatonin veins. Keeps your neurons from special veins the body connecting. has for transporting melatonin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how Target gets it. They don't use trucks. They've just got the big underground melatonin veins. Yeah. Yeah. Target's actually just one big body with a lot of melatonin veins. It's like that, you know, that big mushroom that's supposedly like the biggest organism on the earth. Yeah. You heard about that? I haven't heard about that actually. Tell me about it. There's a, I think it's somewhere in the Midwest. There's a big mushroom that grows like underground and it has like a bunch of normal looking mushrooms that are on the surface of this forest. But if you follow the mushrooms underground, there's like a huge underground like root ecosystem connecting all of these mushrooms together and it's supposedly the biggest organism on the planet is it bigger than wyoming badass i don't think it's bigger than wyoming i think it might be the same size well then it's not the biggest organism everyone knows wyoming is the biggest organism i forgot wyoming was one collective unified organism for a second yeah that's why you know people always say like oh nobody's from wyoming you never met somebody from wyoming it's because it's not a place it's a thing well it's not it's not a thing it's a a living being. Yeah, people yeah. say I've never met Wyoming. Yeah. You never met someone from Wyoming because there is nobody from Wyoming. There yeah. just is Wyoming. Yeah. You can meet Wyoming if you want, but Yeah, you'd have to go to where Wyoming is. Right. Which nobody would do. Right. I mean it's just dangerous. It is dangerous. It's foolhardy. Even. Well, the good news is that there's not like from what I can see on the surface level of looking up what happens when you overdose on melatonin is that you won't really die. You'll just feel groggy, sleepy during the day, give you nightmares or extremely vivid dreams at night, as well as it can also just make it hard to sleep and mess up your circadian rhythm. Forever? Really? I mean, that's the same thing that would happen if I stayed up till like five and then went to bed. (laughs) Like, I mean, how much melatonin are they counting as an overdose? Well, in that that's case? one, to, any, any to, amount. Yeah, <laughs> just one, one melatonin gummy is too much. Because I like, you know, that might be, you know, the recommended amount is two, and you take like six. That might be what they're classifying as an overdose. I'm talking like the recommend, the recommended amount is two, you and you take bottle. like three bottles. Three bottles. You're just sitting there eating it like it's like you mix it in with your rice. <laughs> My rice and gummies. Yummy. Interesting flavor profile. Melatonin curry. Well, while I can't find it, how do you how do you feel about stifling, Connor? How do you feel about that word? I mean, it's a it's a good word. You don't really hear it that often. Stifle, stifling. Yeah. I think that's a good word. Stifling a yawn is is a good. Hmm. No, I wouldn't do that though. Why? Yeah. Why would anybody ever do that? <sighs> Especially if they were so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just funnily put. Melatonin, a hormone in your brain, when it produces when it senses darkness. Hmm? Your brain just senses darkness? Man, the well, Sith. Through your, through your the Sith have yeah, I guess, but very sleepy minds. <laughs> your brain doesn't yeah. sense darkness. I thought that was... Yeah, it does through your eyeballs. No. It also just has an innate sense of the presence of darkness. Mm-hmm. Your brain can also sense uh, sound, and it can sense how good that bacon smells from downstairs. Well, that's not your brain. That is actually your brain, weirdly enough. Oh. That is your brain. How much do you think... Well, obviously, this is, it's not how much do you think, because it tells you exactly how much, <laughs> but it says the LD50, lethal dose for 50% of subjects, couldn't be established in animals, and a dose of up to 800 milligrams per kilogram wasn't found to be lethal in humans. So how much? 800 milligrams per kilogram of what? In of melatonin. 
800 milligrams of per, melatonin per, per kilogram, per kilogram of, melatonin? Of, of your body. Of so per, if, if you were, so if you you're telling me that if 40 percent of your body weight was in melatonin, you would be okay. You'd be fine. Like you'd be. You would. You might have. You know, vivid nightmares. They said they couldn't kill an animal with you'd it. Be drowsy. They said they but tried to. You wouldn't die. Dose the fuck up out of an animal. And this just sounds like they are not dedicated enough to try. Yeah. So if what if what if like fifty percent of your body weight was melatonin? Would you die then? Do they know? <laughs> Guess not. The, I mean, we the, can find the line out. right before that says, "And finally, to answer the burning question, can you OD on melatonin?" The answer appears to be no. Well, not lethally at the very least. Yeah, that's for for not having actually tested it. That's a very interesting advice to give. I'm really intrigued with this one experiment they had where this guy who they replaced 40% of his body weight with melatonin and he was like, okay. And I don't then they, think... They were just like, we're not going to do it anymore. We're chilling. I don't think 800 milligrams per kilogram is 40%. 800 milligrams? Oh, right. It's 80%? No. No? No, it's less than it's that. Like it's way less than that. It's like 0.4%. Yeah. Oh. I was thinking of 800 grams per kilogram. Which is a severe, severe uh, misexponentiation. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. if forty percent of your body weight was melatonin, you'd probably be dead. You'd probably be dead. I imagine, at the very least, or at least very sleepy. <laughs> you would be sleep. You would be so sleepy that to everyone else you would appear dead. <laughs> yeah. If we keep talking like this, I'm gonna fall asleep. That's Why? the idea, Cameron. Yeah, this is the nap this episode. This is the sleepy time episode. The nap episode, if you will. In fact. Mm. I will stay awake for you viewers. Don't worry. Haha, uh-huh. I made clay on. <sighs> what? Clay on? I yawned and I made clay on. How did you oh. make a clay on? It's like a crayon, but it's got clay's face on it? Or is it all the colors no, of clay? No, I, I spoke clay on. That's what, what? Did you, that's, that's did you hear language. about that kid? Did I? We talk about that on the show already. I don't know if we talked Which, about that on the show, but we have talked about did. that personally. I think we did talk about it on the show. Might be the kid who grew up speaking Klingon. Well, Klingon, yeah, yeah, Klingon. I'm sorry. No, I don't remember. No, you would. Probably true. You know, Cameron. I think <laughs> you would remember. I have faith in you. I feel like the story remember. sounds familiar, but I have no clue what they're talking about. So. There was this a, child will never. There was a child, and and his uh, parents taught him Klingon. I don't know what that is. It's a fictional language. Was it cool? I don't know if it was cool. Probably wasn't worth it then. I haven't met the kid. Why not? Because he's not very cool. How do you not know what Klingon is? I guess that is a decent reason not to meet a child, because they weren't very. Weren't very cool. <laughs> not, not even meet them. They're like, hey, meet my son. They're like, no, he's not cool. I'm surprised you have never heard of Klingon. Like, it was even referenced in uh, the Weird Eye Yankovic song, White and Nerdy. I don't even know what, I don't even think I know what that is. You don't know who Weird Eye Yankovic is? Nope. That's also kind of surprising. That's more surprising than the Klingon thing. Have you heard of Star Trek? Yeah. Okay, well, well that, we've established yeah. a basis of knowledge. Thankfully. Have you heard of Weird Al? Yeah. That's Weird Al Yankovic. It's the same. I don't same. listen to any of his things. Yeah, Why would I? He's weird. Heard of him. That's yeah, true. but you know he has things to listen to. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm going to listen, listen to it. To Just like his... I'm not going to watch Bill Burnham because the more people that tell me about it, Cameron, they say it's sad. 
Oh, you don't watch sad things? I thought it was supposed to be funny. See, I've, I've, funny. I have avoided watching Bo Burnham for a very different reason than I what's, think it's what's sad. Your, what's your reason? I don't really care. You know, I was never See, like a Bo Burnham fan, I guess. Yeah, I, I distinctly kind of dislike some of his older stuff. Really? I, I definitely like his stuff. I'm, I don't really care that you don't watch it, except for the fact that you said, if you watch these videos, I'll watch it. And I said, okay, and I watched those videos. Well, see, I went to go and put it on twice while I was with other people, but then and they, they said... It wasn't oh, cool. you, yeah, it's not something you put on with other people. What kind of thing is supposed to be What kind of comedy alone? sketch am I supposed to watch with, by myself? I pretty much exclusively watch comedy by myself. Nobody else ever wants to watch it, because everybody else hates it. Hmm. Which makes sense. Which, given, which is weird, because I feel up. like all of us watch comedy. No. No. No, I've... I've like I, I, I always ask people, hey, do you know that stand-up comedian? No, but no, nobody knows who they are. I know the names that you guys say all the time, or like Noah says, like Tom Segura, I know who that is, mostly because we watched him at Noah's house. Yes, because well, I feel like you when I've been to Noah's house, he will con- consistently put on Tom Segura. Well, he does, it, he does the same videos every time. He does. That's also true. He does do that. I don't ever get watching the same comedy special twice, I guess, is my thing. You heard the joke once. You already, you're going to know it the second I'll time. do it like with books. Like if I saw it two years ago, I'll be like, oh, sure, why not? But past that. Well, see, I feel like a, when you read a book, there's like a lot of stuff there. And so you forget a lot of it. And so maybe you'll read it again and like re-remember some stuff. When you watch a comedy special, you don't really forget that much of it the next time you see it. I definitely do. I if mean, it's like been a year. I mean, I really? might not. Like I might not be able to retell all the jokes after, but the moment you start listening to it again, you're like, "Oh, I know that." Yeah, the moment he starts a joke, I'll be like, "Oh, I remember the punchline to this." Yeah, and then you fast forward. Mm. Interesting. After That's a whole me year listening or two? to our episodes in the car, yeah. <laughs> on my way places, like someone will start off. I'm like, "Oh, I remember this. I remember this conversation." Well, that's different. We're funny. <laughs> this is the only real comedy show. That's a bold claim. <laughs> I don't know if we have the funds or the power to back it up, but well, it's just like Papa John's. We don't. We <laughs> they don't. just say what they a, have better pizza. We okay. can just say we're the only real comedy show. Yeah. Okay. Who I'm has the best to, pizza? Who I don't know. I've probably never met him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Out of all the pizza you've had, Connor, which would you say is the best? Um. I had this. When I went to visit people I knew in New York, um, they uh, we went over to this guy's house, and he made this homemade pizza, and that was probably the best pizza I've ever had, wow. personally speaking. But he had, like, a whole pizza oven, like, in his house. Did he have a pizza cooker that he used on the floor? No, it was, it was actually a bunch of rocks, and it had a little... Like, one of the stones, the pizza stones, I right. think is what pizza they're called. Pizza stone, mm-hmm. yeah. And he put the, the pizza on it. In the in the ring of pizza stones was a pizza cooker. Mm. Well, see, I didn't actually see inside of the pizza oven, so I imagined that he, you know, cut all that fire going in there, and then he put the pizza in there, and then he turned on his pizza cooker, and it spun around. Inside <laughs> and then it was, of the pizza it was oven. just like he put in the dough. The dough got like slapped to the side, yeah. thrown in the trash can. DiGiorno's comes down, gets cooked, <laughs> it comes out, Correct. and you're like, "Wow, this is great! I can't yeah. believe it's I'm, not delivery." I'm pretty sure that's what he did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. What's the best pizza you've ever had, Clay? Oh, you. <laughs> you looked at camera. You yeah, looked directly at me. Well, I looked away because I don't want to look at Clay. Because okay. whatever he's going to say next will be. It, it's going to be an agreeable opinion. I don't know. 
Clay, when have you ever had an agreeable opinion? <laughs> Has anyone ever agreed opinion. with you? <laughs> I have especially agreeable opinions. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the best pizza I've ever had might also have been in New York. Um, I mean, it was <laughs> in New York. <laughs> it was, I don't know, around the Buffalo area. Just some like small place that had a pizza oven. Oh, I imagine they had some way to cook pizza if they were selling it. <laughs> that would have been pretty remarkable if they were selling pizza without cooking it first. That would be pretty There remarkable. is actually a place like that back in uh, back in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's though. called Walmart. <laughs> no, it's called... Um, I don't actually remember. They sell uncooked pizzas? They do, though. They yeah. sell frozen pizzas, yeah, but so like made-to-order frozen That's pizzas. That's pretty cool, yeah. actually. They have like their. I'm sure they have like their own instructions that they give out, too, for it. Yeah. For so it. Like so you, yeah. you mean like, like frozen-to-order? Yeah, well, made already, and then frozen to order. So I, yeah, you, you they make the the frozen pizza. Like uh-huh. You know how the normal way they make a frozen pizza. Yeah. They make it, except they do it the way that you want it when you ask for it. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So you can be like, hey, I want anchovies and then a bunch of little toenail clippings on my pizza. And they're like, okay. Normally people don't sell that, but because we are the specialty people who make frozen pizzas made to order, we will make that for you. And they get all their employees to cut their little yeah, toenails, right. chop them up on the dicing boards, mm-hmm. put the anchovies on first, yeah. put the toenails inside the anchovies' mouth, and then <laughs> Just the way they like it. Yep. If I, freeze it if in I ask liquid them to nitrogen. Have, it's in the special details in order. If I ask them to have their um, their most handsome pizza worker make it, will will they obey? I mean, probably, but I don't know Hopefully. how they would how they would. I don't know if they would have the same standards that you would have. I Duties mean, in the eyes as long as long as they are being is. as long as they're being earnest in their decision, I'm I'm not really bothered by it. Okay. Well, then I, I think they probably do it. I probably they probably do your service justice. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I feel like there's certain places that would not do that. You know, like let, let's just say that there were other frozen pizza chains. Maybe they're really busy and they're like, we don't have time to put our most handsome, most requested pizza because everybody's requesting this person's. Of yes. course doesn't matter if it tastes good they just want it to be made by someone that looks amazing like they could try and cheat me they'll they'll just say it's made by their most handsome pizza worker could you taste the difference i mean the difference is love (laughs) and people say that is the most important ingredient it's true it is Hmm. okay i just think i would have a much worse opinion of the restaurant naturally even without knowing that I would eat the pizza and I'd be like, this is good, but I don't love it. But I don't taste the love. I don't taste the love. Yeah. Mm. And then I would give them a 7 out of 10 instead of the 8 out of 10 I was going to give them if I could taste the love. Right. Of course. Mm. Have you given anything a 10 out of 10, Clay? Ever? On what? Anything. anything? No. Okay. Well. Oh. Um. I'm trying to think of my quesadilla list. Actually, I don't have to think of it. It's in my hand. Bring it out. I would say I would say my top two quesadillas are ten out of tens. Really? That's quite that's quite amazing. Yeah. One of them is. Have I talked about my quesadilla list on the show before? I think so. If you did, it's been a it's been a fat minute since you have. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, there's a place called Juan Taco. I don't really need to describe it at all. But that was a ten out of ten. And then Burrito del Sol. I think there are multiple locations of Burrito del Sol. Because they're in like Western Panhandle of Florida, mm-hmm. but the one I went to had a really good quesadilla. Granted, you make it yourself, so it had to be good. Yeah, right. Because it was made with love. 
Yeah, to build your own. It was made with their most handsome customer. <laughs> they asked me if I wanted fish in it. I was like, no, why would I want that? And they were like, okay. They're like, good choice. I said, I don't want fish. I want love in it. They it said like, fish is the closest thing we have. They said, they said, yeah, if we have to substitute fish for love, that'll be an extra $3. <laughs> God damn. I'm willing to pay that. It's like going to Chipotle and you ask for double love in your burrito. It's a discount, actually. <laughs> yeah. They charge you less. Yeah. Well, because it takes up more space and it right. doesn't cost anything. Yeah. What about not, how many nines do you think you've given in the world? Nines? Like nine I mean, there nines. are a lot of nines. There are a lot of things that are very good but are not perfect. Yes. I, I've given many things nines out of tens. I feel like a nine is... People, people think that's, like, insanely good. And it's definitely, like, an achievement to get a nine out of ten mm-hmm. on something. But also it's, you know... It's way it's it's exponentially more achievable than a ten out of ten. It's not right. just one point higher. Yeah. I mean, I, people don't realize that the ten scale is logarithmic in achievement. Like most people just think it's a straight, you know, one through ten. But in reality, in order for something to be a one out of ten, it can literally be anything. You know, right? In order to be a five out of ten, it's average. And then every single point above a five out of ten is greater and greater difficulty to achieve exponentially harder one. i think yes. no i think one through eight or i think five through like one and two well, one, the, one and two there's an exponential difference between one and two mm-hmm. and then two through five and then five through eight and then nine and ten are nine and ten are once again that's true i mean if you consider the way most people use the scale is that pretty much if you if you ask anybody like out of ten if if they have something and they think that thing is like okay they will tell you seven out of ten Everybody in the world will mm-hmm. give you, will tell you seven out of ten like ninety percent of the time because they are unimaginative mm-hmm. and stupid and dumb, and they don't actually think about the words that come out of their mouth. Yeah, I would say a seven out of ten probably means less than a five out of ten because yeah. you think a five out of ten is average, but if somebody a five if out of ten ask, is honest. Yeah, if Correct. if you ask what somebody Correct. thinks of something and they say five out of ten, that's a probably an honest answer. If they say seven out of ten, they're that lying to you. Yeah, they are lying. It means nothing. <laughs> The words that come out of their mouth have no meaning, and you should never listen to a thing they say. What about a 6 compared to an 8? Nobody says 6 out of 10. Nobody has ever given anything a 6 out of 10 rating. That just doesn't make any sense. Wow, that's tough. The only time you would give a 6 out of 10 is if the scale literally has like a word next to every single number, yes. and, and you, then you're not even looking at the, the You're just looking at which adjective is most accurate. Hmm. It'll be like terrible, horrible, appalling, bad, <laughs> okay... Good, I guess, decent. I guess by you the could six say, out of ten, and you're like, yeah, that was decent. Six out of ten is the most honest answer because if you go that far, nobody's ever gone that far. It is but slightly I guess above average, and it's the. <laughs> it actually means more than a ten out of ten. Yeah. I mean, it's more honest than a ten out of ten. Yeah. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Does no. my throat sound like when I swallow? <laughs> No, I heard it. I I Did definitely you? heard it. All right, take, I got a you know the cool down on swallowing. <laughs> did, you, did you guys ever think about that when you were a little kid about the cool down on swallowing? I did, but I think mine is much shorter than other people's. Mm-hmm. Heard it. I couldn't hear it. It's probably because you were doing it. Yeah. So I'm just it, my here. Brain. I'll do mine for you. <laughs> oh wow, that was pretty loud. <laughs> You know what that sounds like? Fucking terraria when you drink a potion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably exactly what they did, too. Glup. 
Yeah. Cool. I have a pretty long cooldown on swallowing. It's at least like 10 seconds for me. Really? Mine's like maybe three. This is weird. I don't think I've ever... This is... I don't think I've ever talked about this. Two, actually. I, like, I can't... Now I don't want to swallow okay, because one. then I don't think about the cooldown. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't still. Why do you need so much to swallow? Can't you just swallow nothing? <laughs> no, that time there was something rough because I just couldn't. <laughs> okay. Because he was choking to death. <laughs> I think I just swallowed all the spit in my mouth. I just did like three in the period of like two seconds. You're, gonna, you're a liar. You don't have to swallow anything. You're a liar and a cheat. Did you all not hear it? I'm not going to do it. I'm I'm not, didn't, I'm I didn't, not, I don't I didn't hear it. I don't want to hear it again. I didn't hear any of them. <laughs> I never thought that this would be a sound that I just wasn't comfortable with, but it's definitely making my back feel a little weird. What's so weird about your back? Really? Why does it affect yeah. your back? Back when I had my headset microphone, that was the one I used. I would just take it and put it against my throat sometimes and drink water. You're strange. Maybe it's hearing other people. I don't know. Like, like, um, like just unpleasant sounds. Not to the point where I'm like, I need people to stop, but it's definitely like a weird feeling. The most unpleasant is definitely like, what is it? Like a fork against like a glass or ceramic plate. Mm-hmm. That one. That, that's I pretty hate bad. That one. Yeah. Rubber. Uh, anyone who wears Crocs on concrete. Corey used to Corey used to do that with me all the time. We'd be walking around town and he would just see scrape his shoes on the floor and fuck with me. That's the other thing is like other people. Can you stop fucking? Stop fucking, Connor. Stop it. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> like people that have like. Not like the the big major ones. Like the I think the big major ones are like nails on a chalkboard, blah blah blah. Like fork on like a plate, pencil on paper. Really? <laughs> pencil I, on paper. You're kind of fucked. Yeah. You, yeah. I don't <laughs> you know. Don't like pencil on paper. You'll probably not graduate. Yeah. No, the, you got some, then, you got some people. That's why mechanical pe- pencils are good. What is those, 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 the uh, same thing. Yeah, no. No. The, the, yes, it does. The wooden pencils. They're both either the eraser or the writing with them. Point. Writing with the eraser is the same thing. What? The the racer is the same thing. Yeah, but it's worse. The only difference is food coloring. No, it's way it's way worse. I promise. They're different. The three holographic the- <laughs> cards. If you scratch on those, some people are not a fan of that. Really? Clay doesn't like it if you scratch his car. He can't even think about it. <laughs> How many- <laughs> How many people enjoy it when you scratch? I feel their like car? most people will kind of react <laughs> negatively if you scratch their car. Just in general. Well, I think most people would react poorly if you scratch the outside of the car but if you scratch the inside clay will lose his mind yeah, that is he means a pulse like upholstery i don't like when you scratch like upholstery or carpet stop <laughs> i really hope that came through you got him right there that was pretty quick yeah, <laughs> Look at yeah it that was immediate that's not even upholstery what would you call I, this i don't like it whatever that is that's, i don't like that's it. similar to the sound of like the the 3d cards that you like you flip back and forth oh, and you yeah. make that that's that's like the same sound in my head do you know if you don't like like the 3d cards i'm not a huge fan but they okay. bother me less than fabric. <laughs> okay did you ever do scratch offs clay yeah those are fine okay that is a very scratch-offs. different feeling and oh and, and also sound. i used coins for scratch offs yeah well you mm. don't use your fingernails unless you're a fucking madman yeah <laughs> unless you got like a coke nail to help you one coke nail for coke for me it was always um it was always pulling tape or like adhesive off of cardboard i've also heard that one but i've i've never that one's more satisfying to me but is is it the sound or is it the feeling or both both. gotcha yeah for me it's both the sound and the feeling of scratching upholstery or like cloth but 
I, I don't know. I think peeling tape off of cardboard is unsatisfying because it peels off all the cardboard with it. Well, she, um, but she, the sound doesn't bother me. The sound yeah, I agree. The, the feel feels negative. The sound is like whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just look at it and I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of gross that there's still, like this tape is no longer sticky because it's covered in cardboard instead. I get goosebumps do it just right. thinking about it, man. Like I mean, I'm, if Josh kept scratching that, I would probably vomit. He wanted to punch me. For everyone that couldn't see, he was Oh, he immediately he was, was like, he immediately fuck this like, kid. Ch- like, change his whole percent. Yeah, no. <laughs> if I ever need to torture Clay, that's what I'll do. I'll throw up. <laughs> on yourself, hopefully. How far do you... No, I don't want to get into that. I feel like that would almost have no real effect on Clay. Like, vomiting. Like, I don't know if that affects <laughs> that is That is just a common occurrence for him. You're right. I feel like it's just like, oh yeah, it's I been did that. A, it. Oh, actually, I was about to say it's been a couple weeks since I've thrown up, but it's been. <laughs> did you throw up yesterday? That's still a remarkable statement to make. You realize <laughs> it's it not still, that remarkable. It's I been, haven't thrown up in like a year. It's been years. a week and a half. I don't think I've thrown up. Well, okay, never mind. You? It's been a month, or a couple months, I think. But before that, it was a couple years. So. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at me for? You're the throw up man. How often do you throw up, Josh? Like once every two years. Yeah. The last time I threw up was just because I drank an absurd amount of alcohol. Correct. Before that, I Correct. cannot remember the last time I threw quite, up. Quite, quite yeah. literally. Prob- that is that is a probably normal freshman human year of band camp of yeah. like high school band camp. Yeah. Even if we exclude throwing up from like over drinking or anything like if that. If we exclude throwing up from over drinking, I haven't thrown up since like I was eleven. Where when you started over drinking, yeah, the like, first time, like you, 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 <laughs> you wonder why we're like that is an absurd amount because <laughs> now, now you hear like the the time between when we have thrown up. There's no way. Yes, no, I, it's, I, I, yeah, it's just true, man. Like I, I remember the last time I threw up, like not from drinking. I specifically remember it. I was on a cruise ship in Hawaii, and I had a stomach. I was feeling really bad in my tummy, and I was walking down a hallway, and I was like. Oh God, I felt really nauseous. I wasn't sure if I was going to throw up. I realized I was going to throw up. I literally had to like hold my hands over my mouth and run to the bathroom. Like that was a very distinct experience. Yeah, that is the last time for I me, threw up. The last time <laughs> before not. college, like was on a, on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, and I, it, it was just in the middle of a breakfast dining hall. I, I got seasick. Yeah. The first time. Every single time you feel nauseous, do you throw up? Um... I mean, yeah, usually. Okay, so yeah. there, there's also been plenty of times that I felt nauseous, but I just have not thrown up. I feel like you you trigger yourself to throw up when you yeah. feel nauseous. Yeah, I feel like you're more okay with it, and that's why I it mean, if I'm just often. nauseous, I, I won't like, try to throw up, but if I have a headache, I will definitely try to throw up. That's mm. so weird. Yeah, that see, is... I'm not that I'm like opposed to it, because I know it can be. Like, when I had a lot of alcohol, I was like, yeah, I should probably just get this out of my body, but like... When I was on like a plane ride, and this was like the one from Hawaii to Newark, this is the only time I've been sick on a plane ride, and it was twelve hours. And I woke up from like a nap, and I felt like I was gonna vomit on the girl next to me, yes. and, then and then I didn't. Did. No, because I was like, I will not vomit on this girl next to me. Went back to sleep, feeling like I was gonna throw up, and then I woke up just fine, like like nothing ever happened. Planes don't make me nauseous. It was it's only ever been that ride. Like okay. ever since I was a kid, I've flown to Pennsylvania and back all the mm-hmm. time to see my family. But on that specific flight back to florida that was yeah it hit me i've got such a weird relationship with planes do you hate them well i i hate heights 
Me too. Okay, go on. But I'm not that scared of planes, which is weird because I think most people are the opposite, where they're not scared of heights, but they hate being on planes. I don't know. I, I am directly the same as you. I, I don't really like heights, but I'm fine with planes. Yeah. I don't mind either. I used to not like the planes because they would be like, put this mask on if you were to die. Oh. I'm like, okay. And then I, now I just find them fun. Did you ever, have you ever die. even seen one of those masks besides when the lady comes through the middle? They don't even come through the middle anymore. Yeah, they, they don't. They just show really? a video. The last, oh, time, yeah, I, the last yeah. time I saw a lady like actually stand in the middle of the plane and pantomime all the stuff was when I was like seven years old. Really? No, I'd be, be going on, on nice planes. I'd be going on the cheap planes. On the cheap planes, they just got the little... <laughs> the little video screens in the top. No, that's, yeah, those are video. nice planes. Yeah, those yeah. are the nice planes. Cheap planes don't got no video screens. Connor. Yeah, no. Last time I flew was probably, I guess no. Last time I flew was probably France. So that one was pretty had screens, but before that, I think yeah, even, had, some even lady was like, "Here's this thing with people like having the little video screen that tells you how to do it." I think I there are still people like there, like front and back, like mimicking the movements i don't pay attention yeah I, n- I never if the plane goes down <laughs> i'm going to die like it doesn't matter that's just not I mean, true I, f- I feel like once you've been on a single plane you like understand the basic concept that Correct. If, and it's especially with all the safety procedures they're gonna tell you how to do all this stuff like four hundred thousand times so all you got to do is listen once yeah but yeah. i'm going to die as soon as i figure <laughs> but some, out the plane sometimes people are like first-time flyers i mean well that's why they got to do it every time yeah exactly but I've, I've been on... I don't remember how many flights I've been on, so there's recall. no reason for me to... Well, do you want to like sign a waiver before you get in and be like, I've already viewed the... <laughs> and then you get to put headphones <laughs> the safety on. Procedure. They, put you, yeah. they put you in the special no safety procedure first class. And your plane leaves earlier, so you're half, and then <laughs> yeah. they just catch up behind yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. It's like the opposite of a space shuttle. Right. Yeah, no, I think as soon as the uh, the stewardess comes out and she's like, hey, so the plane is going down, my soul leaves my body immediately. You just, I, I take, you just shut down. I take being closer to heaven than normal to just shortcut right up there. Cool. That works. I, I could see that. That's true. Less of a journey for you. Yeah. You don't have to go all the way back down to go all the way back up. That's true. You can just, yeah. What goes down must go up. Right. Yeah. It's one of the immutable laws of, of nature. That is, I think I've heard of that. That's Newton's third law. Well, after after the apple fell on Newton's head, he had to throw it back up in the air. Yeah. And then once it fell back down again, he had to keep throwing it. And then he spent the rest of his life throwing the apple back up. Because it just wouldn't stay there. It wouldn't stay up. And that's when he realized gravity existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he was dying, he was like, hmm. Wait a second. Why has this apple been falling the whole time? You know my favorite uh, word for a while? You know what it is? I don't. But you might tell me. That's true. I might. It's uh, it's craveable. I really love that word because you only see it in food marketing. You're right. Because it's not a real word. It doesn't mean anything. Like you know well, what it's you know what it's supposed to mean, but nobody's ever used that in their life. Nobody's it's not ever... informative at all. Yeah. You would never describe something as craveable because that just wouldn't make any sense in conversation. Nobody would be like, Oh, I'm so glad you told me that's craveable. I now have new information. If you ever said that to anybody in real life, they would be like, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they would what think you, you're joking. What do well, you mean? Yeah, they would think you're saying it for comedic effect. Like Cameron's probably Cameron, true. don't try to defend <laughs> the word craveable okay. in human conversation. Just to play craveable's advocate here, I feel like I feel like you could say like that would that would be like a amongst like wine moms that would be a good compliment to 
uh, to another perhaps wine a food. mom. Would be, you're well, craveable, baby. Is that what you're saying? I mean, Is that how people well, would use it? That's not how I would think. They sh- they could. But no, I, I was thinking, could. like, if you were like this, <laughs> I don't think they could. Actually. This chocolate is craveable. That would be see that you you said that and it, the words like didn't even come right out of your mouth. Like you you heard how you sounded like not a person when you said that. Well, yeah, you sounded like you were auditioning for a commercial in which you say that chocolate is craveable, but you but probably wouldn't get be the selected. Part. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you you would not. <laughs> And I imagine most people who walked in there would not get the part. Partially because well, they only can only person pick one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine more than one person would walk in. Well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> if, the, if the audition lines are, this chocolate is craveable, probably not. Yeah, the, the, audition like lines, commercial the audition lines probably aren't that craveable. That sounds like the kind of commercial where most actors, even if they've never been in something, would be like, I'm better than that. Yeah. You just hate it. I just it's it's a great word because no human should ever say it. There's not a reason to say it. Yeah. Hmm. Yet but, companies keep putting it on their marketing. Yeah, even if something is objectively craveable. Well, here's the thing, right? Everything is craveable. Some That's people true. some people crave dirt sometimes. So I'm wondering is that even a a compliment? I I mean, I don't even to their product. It's just stating the possibility. Yeah, which yeah, anything could be. No, I agree with you. I mean, dirt could be kind of good. I don't know. I never tried. Please go eat some dirt, Clay. Go outside. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> you can go right now. We can. We can wait for you to get back. No, no. I have a. I have an obligation to be here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not for the podcast. Just, <laughs> he signed a contract saying he would be in this room yeah. for the next. Uh, for the next uh, couple hours, maybe. Yeah. Just to say. So I read a book once where this guy was walking. Okay. And, um, he met this lady in her house. It turned out she was evil. And then a big earthquake ate the whole house. A big earthquake? And he escaped, but no. she died in the house. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. a true story. That's I, <laughs> I legitimately remember nothing else about that book, but I remember that scene because I was like, damn, earthquake ate bad lady house. Yeah, I think that was The Wizard of Oz. No. No, it wasn't. It was. No. It was one of the side stories. I never side read The Wizard stories. of Oz. How could it be The Wizard of Oz? I never read that. You know, you know there was more to The Wizard of Oz than just the book and the movie. Regardless of if there was, I don't care. So why would you bring that up? Well, you, just seemed, you just seemed to be shocked by the fact that there were side stories I'm to The I'm shocked that you would bring it up and tell the audience just I think they deserve they to know. I, I think a lot of younger people might not know about that. I don't think they want to know. That's why they don't know. If they wanted to know, they would they would know already. Yeah, you're right. Just like what we talked about last episode about geometry, people wanted to know geometry, (laughs) so they just made it. So they so they just knew. That's true. That's true. Made a good point. Eventually, somebody was like, "You know, it'd be awesome if I knew geometry," and then he just learned it. Yeah, he just knew it all. It happened. Well, he was like, "Yo, what do we call it if there's two lines that exist that don't ever touch each other?" And somebody was like, "I, uh, you know, I think uh, lines." Yeah, and then he was like, "No, no, you're 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 fumbling over yourself. <laughs> We're gonna call those parallel, right?" And he did. And then he wrote a whole proof about why they never touch each other, and it was remarkably correct. It's not yeah. wild. It's because they're five feet apart. No, it's because the the world is actually a flat plane. With the big grid, mm-hmm. and you, people move around like chess pieces. Yeah, unfortunately, parallel lines will touch. I'm a eventually. knight, so I have to go 
two mm. spaces in one direction and one you have space to take in another an L direction. Every single time you move. Correct. That's tough, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard walking with Connor. <laughs> every, every time we go down the sidewalk, you have to dance around. It's, pr- it's pretty rough. Yeah. What what uh, what chess piece are you, Clay? Um, Clay's a bishop, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm a bishop. Okay. Would Would you like to make a diagnosis for me and Cameron? No. Okay. You wouldn't like what I would have to say. I am the D rank pawn. <laughs> I can respect that. It is the it is the most important. It is the pawn. most cucky pawn. Well, <laughs> if you play it right, I guess so. Yeah, if you get the right if you get the right build. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Corey will always. It's the RNG me. turns out in your favor. <laughs> Chess RNG. Mm. Yeah. Very fair. I I know a lot of like casual chess players don't know about the um, the RNG rules. Like castling only has a ninety eight percent chance of success. <laughs> <laughs> One out of fifty times you castle, it, your king just falls over and dies. <laughs> you just <laughs> lose. Game over. It's, a risk. <laughs> it's always a risky maneuver. Yeah, there's a one in one thousand chance of your pawn actually being another queen, Act, like secretly. Secretly, you, neither of you will know about it, and <laughs> you don't know about it until the pawn gets taken, and then you realize it was a queen the whole time, and you could have moved it around like a queen, <laughs> yeah. but you never did. Maybe if you turned on like the guide yeah. that shows you where all of your pieces could move, right. then you would have noticed. Right. But you're y- you think you're too good at chess, so right. you don't have that on. Exactly. They they made something a while ago that was like, which the way I was about to describe it sounded bad, but so that you could play chess with people very far away not but not like online. online chess see see that's exactly <laughs> what i was talking about but you didn't let me finish even though i blatantly explained myself all right clay that's just so how the straight man works the straight man is supposed to interrupt you and say something that makes sense so that when you say something that doesn't make sense it's even funnier so say the thing that doesn't make sense now yeah now's your turn no i already said the thing that doesn't make sense now i'm trying to make it make sense okay so imagine you have a chess board in front of you a real life. I mean, I'm a chess, I'm a chess grandmaster, so it's not that hard. I can yeah. just, okay. you know, I imagine, imagine eight boards at once and well, you know, win games on all of them. Yeah, I don't no believe you because I know you can't imagine stuff in your head. But it's true. For everyone else, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Now you want to play with your goodest, bestest friend, Cameron Downs. That is, for some reason, living in Europe. He's also on the Balcony Brothers podcast. Yes, he's also playing chess at the same time in Europe. How can he multitask like they that? They made these boards that are that can like communicate you know online Mm -hmm. essentially and they have magnetic strips underneath each of the pieces and so when i move my piece in america to you know a different spot his chessboard will move the piece there that's actually kind of awesome just to have in your house because then you could just make like a move a day and play with someone that'd be kind of rad you will never ever touch the other side that that sounds like it would really suck and why is that that I mean, I imagine a lot of the fun of chess is not just the game itself, but you know the environment of chess, having a conversation, a one-on-one conversation with your I opponent. Th- I don't think most what. Okay, you never read those books where, the, like the older brother who was out fighting in World War Two was playing chess with his younger brother because <laughs> he had because he had the the smart chessboard. Yeah, yeah, he had the electronic chessboard. That's what they. The that's what they were talking about in school when they were getting smart boards. Yeah. And they were upgrading everybody, and then they 
they just got the wrong ones and yeah. nobody can. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, okay. Yeah, they got the stupid ones that mount on the wall and you have to calibrate them. <laughs> every single the time. You have to gotta calibrate them, them like, a, like, like a DS. You have to calibrate them like every 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've never you've never seen that movie about like what Connor was talking about, about the two brothers and one's at war and they're playing chess and one day the kid comes in and the king is knocked over on the board and he knows. His brother died. That his brother died and will never play chess with him remotely it was, again. It was called War Horse. <laughs> Surprisingly the king was knocked over but not the horse, not the knight. Yeah. How slow did this board move? Like it, it, it wasn't I, very slow. Like I pick up like my rook and I move it, you know, forward like five spaces or something. And somewhere in Europe there's just a piece going like inching slowly across this board trying to get there. What if you make a move that's impossible to make? Like what it if will you, still make the move. And it will just like what if you what if you have like a knight in between like what if you have your rook on a one right and there's a knight on a three and you're trying to move your rook to, and you move your rook to a five will the rook on the other person's board just knock the knight over as it goes through or will the knight like move out of the way? <laughs> do I have I th- to? I think it'll move out of the way. Do I have to or drag the piece? It. Do I have to drag the piece through the root so it knows where to take it or do? Like if I just pick up a piece and put it somewhere, will it? Yeah. Know? What if what if you have a knight and the knight jumps over pieces and but it's like like what if you have a completely closed board and somebody's first move is like knight to mm-hmm. it must it must just like move one out of the way real quick and then it must have I th- to I think it does that. It's kind of cool. It's been a while since I. But seen what if this, there's a piece? What happens where when that I take one? A piece? The only place that one can move, I guess. Say what if there are pieces all around it? Does it have to like shuffle like ten pieces? What if I move their piece? <laughs> does it, <laughs> yeah. does it, move does it let you? I don't understand. Can you I have, just fuck no. them up the whole time by moving their pieces? And For I mean, someone they, that they're seems come so, back and so opposed to this original idea of chess, you seem to have a lot of questions about it. Are you thinking about becoming an investor? Is that... I just, mean, this isn't me investing. This is me heckling. <laughs> I would like the creator of this board to come and have like a witty retort that puts me in my place like a, a good comedian would. Hmm. But unfortunately, he's not come forward yet. I, I feel like he's talking an, Or she. I feel like they're an engineer and not a comedian true. as well. Some people just choose the wrong profession, I guess. It's true. Mm. You know, maybe this is why people rag on science all the time. Because they're not comedians. Because they, they don't they don't have any witty retorts. It's they true. never put the hecklers in their place. You know? You've never or, seen a scientist walk up to a flat earther and, you know, tell them something funny but also scathing. Yeah. That's why they're still flat earthers. It's true. That's why I'm becoming a flat earther right now, because nobody's convinced me in a funny manner or otherwise. It's true. How much do you think a comedian gets paid on average? Nothing. Nothing. On average? On, a, on average, yeah. like yeah. zero dollars. There, are, I'm sure there are like 35 comedians in the world that do get paid quite a bit of money. More than you will ever see. Do you think the average comedian or the average musician gets paid more? Probably the average musician, because you can be an average musician and make money. I don't think you could be an average comedian and still make money. What the. I mean, actually, average, like, if you only play small clubs, but you just play a lot of them because you just start actually, like, a decent comedian, you just don't go on and do specials or any of that stuff. I don't know you if the average musician actually ever gets a gig. The average... You don't think so? No. No, I agree. I, well, I don't I mean I disagree. Like, you can be a... I feel like if you don't... Average musician, but just know a lot of people and just... I think and, you can be. Do you think the average musician knows a lot of people enough to get gigs? 
not the average like musician in the sense of like the people we know. It's it's people like who are like singer songwriters and like have that kind of style as opposed to like saxophone players. They don't necessarily get gigs all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying the average, like the overall average musician and the overall average comedian. Well, I would say the overall average musician could get more gigs than the overall average. Musician. I feel like you need musicians more often than you need comedians for things. Yeah. Musicians are acceptable at a wider range of social events. Yeah. You don't have a comedian come to your wedding, right? I think there are also a lot more musicians than there are comedians. Well, see, no no story ever told about a comedian at a wedding has ever gone well. That's why you never invite a comedian to your wedding. Exactly. And the, the three people who do that a year don't get good results. Mm. <laughs> they, don't, they have an awful wedding. They have wedding. bad Yelp yeah. reviews. For their wedding. Yeah. Do you, th- do you count clowns as comedians? No. You have to define both of these terms first. Define okay. clown. Okay. <laughs> a clown um, in the Exhibit traditional a. sense. <laughs> <laughs> a clown is, I guess, what is a clown, actually? I can define a comedian. A comedian is somebody whose profession is making people laugh. It's comedy. Right. Oh, I wouldn't even say making people laugh. I would just say comedy is a profession, the art of comedy. Sure. A clown is much harder to define. Do they have to have makeup? Do they have to be wearing the outfit to be a clown? Is it just what anybody is, what who is wears the a clown outfit? outfit? Yeah. Do you have to be like hired as a clown professionally? These are all the questions I w- wished for you to answer for me, so I wouldn't have to think about them too hard. A comic <laughs> entertainer, especially one in a circus, wearing a traditional costume and exaggerated makeup. I feel like you do need the makeup to be a clown. Well, that's what that just said. But there's also the archaic definition of an unsophisticated country person. <laughs> Former countryman. A rude, ill-bred person. I mean, it does say a comic entertainer, which is also how I would describe a comedian. It does seem like exactly what they do in two words. So clown... So why have, we never, why have we never seen a clown comedian? I don't think clowns are that funny. Yeah, it's just not our style. <laughs> Interesting phrasing. So is this like a a rectangle square thing where all clowns are comedians, but not all comedians are clowns? Probably. I think that could be true. Or would you say that... Well, no, because a clown has to be wearing the makeup, so comedians cannot be clowns. Unless they're wearing the makeup. But that never happens, right? No, not often. I think that would be an interesting crossover. A comedian just dressed like a clown who does like the normal comedian stuff of being relatable and, you know... But also looks like a clown, which but is also pretty like, off-putting. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it would just make the the gig worse. It would make it harder. Do you think so? What if you had a really so good they, bit about why he's dressed like a clown? You would have to have a really good bit about why he's dressed like a clown. Yeah, and I think a comedian would do that. They would probably have a pretty good bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tom Segura would have a pretty good bit about why he's dressed like a clown. I think. I don't I think, think he would ever dress like a clown. Only like someone like James A. Castor could pull that off. Well, I don't, I don't know that many. <laughs> James comedians. A. Castor would just do that, and then everybody would be like, "Oh, ha ha!" ha, ha. No, that's why I'm saying he, could, he would funny. be the only one who could do it. It yeah. wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like even out of the ordinary if he just showed up to one of his sets dressed like a clown. <laughs> if he just showed up right, to a right. Cracker Barrel <laughs> dressed just, like a clown, yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he does shows at the Cracker Barrel. I don't think yeah, James A. Castor has ever barrel. seen a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I think he would lose his mind if he saw a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Have, have all of you been to a Cracker Barrel before? Of course, yes. yes. Okay. Well, he was asking the audience. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry, I'm let's waiting. wait for yeah, them to we, we interrupted them. Yeah, just let me... 
I'm waiting. So uh, you can talk. Wait for the emails. Yeah, you can go. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think most of them. I think I think if you haven't. Um, go to a Cracker Barrel before you finish this. Before James A. Caster. Before James A. Caster. <laughs> James does. A. Caster will never see a Cracker Barrel in his life. He's he's too British. So like what Connor's saying is, you have a lot of time to go to a Cracker Barrel, yeah. but you still do need to go. At well, as soon as James A. Caster is dead, you can bet that his earthly spirit will wind its way through a Cracker Barrel <laughs> on its way to. <laughs> That's because Cracker Barrel is the realm between heaven and earth, right? And well, also the realm between hell and earth. So <laughs> either way, <laughs> it's a triangle between. That's well, why there are so many Cracker Barrels everywhere, and they all look exactly the same, is because it is just purgatory. Like, it's the, mm. it's the same place. Yeah, they have the same photos area. on the wall. Yeah. Do you think they all have the same photos on the wall? The same arrangement? I think yes. they literally is a Cracker Barrel factory somewhere in <laughs> that, Nebraska. That shits that, out That Cracker pumps barrel. out fully made Cracker Barrels, employees included, <laughs> and, then, and then ships them to various parts of the southern United States. When they run out of gifts in the gift shop, they just... They just new print one. a new store. Yeah, yeah, they print a new Cracker Barrel and then replace, and replace it, it over yeah. the top. Of the well, they one. actually know exactly like what their sales are going to be because all Cracker Barrels have the exact same profit <laughs> margin and everything. <laughs> and customers. And, <laughs> yeah. and so if, if you run out of stuff in the shop, you off, you've also run out of food and employees and customers. Right. And so they immediately print the new Cracker Barrel on yeah. top and they solve yeah. the problem. Yeah. It's a lot of ink. It is a lot of ink. <laughs> The average Cracker Barrel requires about as much ink as 15 sheets of paper. Well, that's why toner is so expensive. Because <laughs> it's Cracker Barrel. God damn. Cracker Barrel's really been driving up the, the Well, they printer. just buy all of it. Yeah. yeah. That's who you're competing with for buying printer ink. If you ever going to start a printer company, yeah. you should first make sure Cracker you set barrel. up good business relations with the Cracker Barrel Corporation. Yeah. And by that, we mean make sure you have an efficient way of stealing Ink from Cracker Barrel. Which means do not get banned from a Cracker Barrel before you start your ink company. That will very much hurt your chances of surviving. Correct. Why were you trying to bring up Cracker Barrel? You just wanted to know about the masses, if they have been there? That's why you asked your question? Well, I was just imagining a comedian showing up to Cracker Barrel in a clown outfit. But also it reminded me of... um, I think it was the first time I ever went to Cracker Barrel. Um, The service was kind of terrible. Which I think it's just because they were super busy. It was on a field trip, you know, like a hundred kids come in, they're like, whatever. Well, you Holy were probably shit. at the table where they have bad service. All, it's all in the, of the boys and yeah. girls went to CB to hang out together. Yeah, bro, it was a spot. The Damn. only problem is that because it was so busy, I was like, I'm going to be a good kid and I'm going to order something that is very easy to make. So I ordered a plain hamburger and French fries. Where would you get that at Cracker Barrel? At CB, it's like can't the hardest thing to make at yeah. Cracker Barrel. You can't. Out of like, all the things that they I've can never make. even heard of anybody ordering a hamburger at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, when you before. said the word you ordered a hamburger, I was like, oh, they have hamburgers there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know un- that. I didn't what know that I've they ordered sold a them. single mashed potato. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it was on one the kids' menu. One piece of corn. It was on the kids' menu. Well, the country fried ham. Yeah. The country fried steak. These are all things that people order at Cracker Barrel. Okay, and I ordered a hamburger off the kids' menu. See, that doesn't. And so, you know, it's been like an hour and a half, and I still haven't gotten my hamburger and french fries. Well, it's because it's not a real thing on the menu. You just looked at the lady and you told her that, and she was like, okay, son, okay, I'll get you that. <laughs> they had to run somewhere else that has plain hamburgers yes. and french they fries. They went to McDonald's. Right and, yes. But, um, 
you know, it's been a while. I, I, I ask, I'm like, hey, is my food coming? She's like, oh, yeah, it's almost ready. I'm like, okay, it's almost ready. I'm getting bored. I'm sitting there messing with all this shit on the table while everybody else is eating. You're it's playing just, the little peg game? Yeah, I'm playing the peg game. I've Were already you a pegged like 15 things. Were you a genius? I've <laughs> already pegged like 15 people. <laughs> or are you an ignoramus? <laughs> you know, it's gotten to the point where I'm just taking the sugar packets and I'm just like tearing them open and looking at them like, yep, there's sugar in there. <laughs> You were trying to find a special surprise. Clay grew a love for pegging at a young age. It's he good. started loving and pegging. Our, our history teacher walks by because this was a history field trip. And he's like, so are you That's guys almost sweet. ready to go? I don't know why I was asking. I, said, I thought that was kind of weird. But he's like, is, is everybody almost ready to go? I was like, I still haven't gotten my food. And he's like, huh, that's weird. And so, you know, time goes by. It's probably been like two hours, a little over two hours now. I at still haven't CB? gotten my food. At the Cracker Barrel. The Barrel of Crackers. And... You know, the waitress comes by and I'm like, hey, is my food here? Because we like kind of have to go like right now. And she's like, oh, I'll go back and check. And I see her go back and she grabs a plate that has been sitting on like the window where the plates are given, you know, the expo like window. She grabs it and she brings it to me. And I know it's been sitting there for probably a whole hour. And I was so mad. I took all my sugar packets. I poured them into my menu and I put it on the other table. Like the one next to us. Wow. And she came by and she picked up the menu and the short sugar poured everywhere. And I was like, I don't know. That is despicable, Clay. Yeah, you're That's... A... I get that it took a while, but really? Yes. I mean, yeah. at least there wasn't any collateral damage. You I got... still tipped. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I respect that. I just think that, you know, I had to sit here for two hours and hold up the whole field trip because I ordered a plain hamburger and some french fries that sat on a window for an hour, even though I was asking for it to be brought to me. And that's why you don't have a burger tier list. You started going for quesadillas. Yeah, I never had a burger again, actually. (laughs) That was the last hamburger he ever didn't eat. I didn't even eat it. I got it, and I immediately threw it away and laughed. Damn. Damn. (laughs) That didn't happen. I definitely enjoyed that hamburger. Well, I imagine you must have. That, you had to get your money's worth. That lukewarm sure. hamburger. Yeah. It was lukewarm. If that. If that, yeah. If that, you it know. definitely tasted like it had been sitting out for a while. Well, you, could you see it the whole time, just sitting on the shelf? You like looked at it a couple times, and you were like, that kind of looks like my hamburger. I mean, I couldn't tell what it was because I didn't have glasses yet, even though I needed them. But I definitely saw the plate sitting there, and I kept looking back, and I was like, hmm, that plate's been there for a while. But there's no way it's mine because she keeps saying that my food will be out soon. Mm-hmm. And then I see her go back and grab the exact plate. And I'm like, okay. Like she knew where it was. She like went, she beelined directly towards it, grabbed it, turned around. Yeah. As soon as I was like, hey, we're like about to leave and I don't have my food. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Puts it on, on the table. I'm like, oh, okay. Pulls it out from behind her. Yeah. She's been hold- she was waiting. She was holding it behind her back. She is a waiter. So. Yeah. That's the waitress. Oh, uh, yeah. That is their job description. You know, I, I think it's been long enough. It I just when Connor, when can we go to Golden Corral? I mean, it's not really up to me, I don't think. Wait, yeah, when are we going to Golden Corral? <laughs> Wait, why are we going to Golden Corral? Because Connor's never been to Golden Corral. We still haven't been? We were supposed to go and then it got and lost. Connor never planned it. Yeah. Because it's his job. It was my responsibility. I did You sign can delegate the it to someone else, like Cameron. Can I no, delegate it to any of you? No, no, you can't delegate it to me because I won't do it. Okay. I'm going to delegate it to Clayton. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, please hold Clay accountable <laughs> for this action of planning when we'll be going to Golden Corral. Is there a Golden Corral here? Yes. 
I don't I don't know if I believe you. It's right across from Lake Ella in it's Tallahassee, yeah. Florida. That's also a place that doesn't really so exist. So this Golden Corral is overlooking a lake. That's That seems like it's a bit too expensive. Yeah, um, it's a remarkable <laughs> view for a Golden Corral. <laughs> well, it's also right next to a storage company, like a storage unit place. But that do, That's that where they get their food. <laughs> from the storage units. <laughs> they just pop up in a new storage unit every time, and they, they cook whatever they, they find. They have one, one 10 by 10 room for one day, one okay. 10 by 10 room so, for Tuesday. <laughs> looking at this, it's 2.3 miles away. Right. 10-minute drive. They close okay. in 20 minutes. <laughs> we could get there, throw the $11 for the buffet at them as we enter, uh, and then just run in and grab as much food as we can and walk out. We could. That's true. It's really possible. Is this your plan? How much food do you think we could grab? Well, we're we're burning time if we're... All right, we're going. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) We're going. Okay, whatever you hear after this is a direct cut to after we (laughs) go to Golden Corral. Have just raided the Golden Corral. (laughs) Okay, mm, this food is so good. I love Golden Corral. All the food is so mediocre, but there's a lot of it. Connor, what, what do you think about your first Golden Corral? I really liked the Corral. I thought it was very... Golden. Yeah, I, I enjoyed mm. the smell of horse around all of the buffet food. <laughs> <laughs> I can still smell is it. That what, is that what's inside a corral? <laughs> yeah, I horse. think so. Okay. <laughs> One horse. <laughs> I, I, you know, after this podcast, I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat a bunch of golden grams. And I think it's going to be a much more enjoyable dining experience than any time I would ever go to a golden corral. <laughs> I don't know. Their bread's pretty good, Connor. I'm, like you just had their a couple bread? of them. Yeah, that's Josh. what you go to Golden Corral for is bread. Yeah, Josh. I I'll, I almost make a point to to I don't have a, a list, but to rank bread at restaurants that I go to because that mm-hmm. is one of the like two things I will eat from a, mm-hmm. a given restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the last time you went to a Golden? What's Corral? the other thing you'll eat from a restaurant? One one menu item. He, he finds the one the first time he goes there, and he never orders anything else. He never order anything else. A styrofoam cup. Unless, unless they have bread, in which case I will order bread. What if it's bad the first time you order it? Then I won't go then there. Then he will never go to then the he will restaurant never, Yeah, he'll never go to the restaurant again. Exactly. Okay. He will, And he will actively tell people that that restaurant is bad because <laughs> the one thing he ordered on it was not to his liking. That's yeah. true. Okay. That that meal represents that restaurant. As long as you, as long as you follow that and strictly. It, if someone makes me go back to that restaurant with them, I'll order that meal. He will order the same thing and still not like it the second time. Yep. <laughs> or I'll order the bread. Golden okay. Corral bread. Right. Why? It not. I would never describe it as good. You're talking about like the rolls? Mm-hmm. I think they're okay. Like very the, fluffy, very buttery, quite large. Aren't they like honey buttered? I think so. I guess maybe I don't remember. Yeah, you see, obviously don't. But if, see, I would I remember because... I would remember them being good because that would have been one of the two things I would have eaten at Golden Corral. Even though it's a buffet... I would have picked one item that does not look terrible, and I would have made that my meal. And There's I would have only, eaten bread. Do you remember what the one item was? He would no. Not, he would never remember. It was probably he remember it was, the bread. At the time, it was probably like mac and cheese or something. They do have mac and cheese. They do have mac and cheese. I wouldn't say it's great mac and cheese. And neither would I. I, I. It's an experience that everybody needs to have, and you need to remember how good the bread is. I, I remember it being okay, but I would never say. I would never recommend it. Do they have sushi at Golden Corral? That just is doesn't a very seem good possible. question. I don't think they do. I don't think but. they do. I'm trying to think of the different areas. There's like, let's say like the desserts on one side, right? All the desserts and stuff. Ice cream, cake, maybe uh, the muffins, brownies, cho- chocolate fountain. They're then, kind of separated, but they're in like a similar area. I don't know what's next, but we're just going to say the salad bar. 
all the fruits and veggies that you could want. Yeah, the place I never went because right. I was a picky eater. <laughs> that, that I will stay away from. Then there's, let's say, like the giant wall of like bread in a basket with all the delicious bread that you could take out that you could ever want. And then, then like, right next to that is like the fried chicken. The fried chicken, mac and cheese, mashed uh, potatoes, mashed potatoes, green beans, something mm-hmm. along those lines. Then it's like they had sweet potatoes there too. The place where you can get like cooked steak, right? Like the yeah, you're like, steak, hey, I want a medium steak, and they ribs. will cook you a medium steak. Mm-hmm. Do they have? Fi- I feel like they did have fish. Maybe they didn't. I think, maybe not. I think no, that sounds too expensive. They probably don't. Have I, fish. I thought they had like seared salmon or something like that. I couldn't remember. I'm they trying to think what's next somewhere. on the list. What's next past it? Is that it? Did I just the cover meat station the- where they've got like ribs and like not? I don't. I think it's separate from the place where you can have a steak cooked to your liking, but they've got like ribs out and like brisket. I could believe that, but I'm Maybe trying. Is there pork. anything past that? Like, what would the other section be? Rice. They, they've Possibly. definitely got a section with rice. I don't know if that's in the salad bar or if that's like with the comfort food, like the corn and mashed potatoes. Yeah. Or it could be near the seafood if there was seafood. I trying to really, I'm really trying to. I don't think there is seafood. I think that's too much of a health risk at a. At a Golden Crow, absolutely, I believe you. Um, I just, it doesn't seem like something they would shy away away from given their current quality of food. I mean, we've all been to Super China. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's a different that's a different. It's type also of a health risk. Well, that's why they, most places stopped serving sushi during COVID because it was even more of a health risk. Yeah, now not, not trying only to get will double it kill downed you. on. Now, not only will it kill you, but it'll also give you COVID, which is <laughs> even worse than dying. Yeah. yeah. COVID is the first disease that uh, doesn't just harm your body, but it harms your soul. You just, you just zoomed into my ears. <laughs> fine. COVID is the Boom. first disease. Yeah. yeah. So I looked up Golden Corral menu. Oh, my. And the menu highlights on Google. Chocolate fountain, okay. juice, pecan pie. <laughs> Those are the three things that they advertise. That sounds like an awesome dinner. We should go there and get that exact... Those three things Just those three th- And then I leave could, for $11. I could crush some pecan pie right now. With dude. some juice? Um, yeah. Dude, wait, wait, what kind of juice are we talking? It just says juice. juice. It's not the script at all. Well, what, what kind of juice would you be talking about if you were given the option to talk about any variety? Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice is really good. I would crush some cran juice. Now, mm. I imagine they're more likely to have Apple orange juice. juice, but cabbage juice? What did you just say? Apple juice. Okay. I thought you said cabbage juice. I thought he said couple juice. I was <laughs> like, what does that mean? I don't know. It does say fried fish. Wait, that just says that says individual meal. I didn't know you could get individual meals. I w- That's just not the point of a golden corral. Yeah. I- Wait, this this review on Golden Corral. It was a good experience considering I'm from Orlando. So the only thing that I was looking for was no juice bar. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I haven't. I went to a single goddamn restaurant without a juice bar in four years. You know they're. I can't believe she was looking for a restaurant with no juice bar. I feel like if you have a restaurant with a juice bar, you could just not go to the juice yeah. bar if you wanted other things. Well, she wants to not even have the option. <laughs> she can't be trusted around the juice bar. A six-piece fun box. Is that something you can get at Golden Corral? <laughs> you can buy a six-piece fun box. Do people go there and not just get the buffet? That's what I'm wondering. I didn't know that they had all these, like, you could just... <laughs> I know they have things. a section where you oh, can pizza. go. Oh, pizza. I feel like they probably have pizza. Oh, they definitely have pizza. pizza. They have a lot of different pizzas. Green beans. And by a lot, broccoli. I mean probably four. <laughs> you sure someone would say that's a lot? 
carrot cake, chocolate cake, cookies, pie, pie, pie. You don't have to sing the theme song to Fairly Odd Parents right now, Josh. So, well, that's the theme song to Golden Crow. Rubber Goose. Guava juice. <laughs> They've got like a breakfast section with like omelets and bacon what? and eggs. Do they? Maybe that's only like during certain during, hours, like, but they definitely hours. have it. Fuck, dude. I'm telling you, we need to go back so Connor can hate it and omelets. tell me that he hates it. I want Connor to specifically tell me he hates it. <laughs> so I'm looking at the menu highlights and I'm like scrolling through them now. And most of them are just normal foods. Like you'll see chocolate pie, steak and veggies, omelet, pancake. Prime rib was so juicy. <laughs> How juicy! It keeps going. So juicy. So juicy. Oh my god. (laughs) They have meatloaf? That's pretty good. (laughs) They do have meatloaf. Josh, why do you want me to hate Golden Corral so much? Well, I just think that you would hate it. I just want you you to. You just want your opinion to be verified? It could be. It could happen. Are you telling me that you would enjoy noodle dumplings? I don't think I. Are you telling me that you would enjoy Golden Corral? I don't think I I dislike very many things. They have like. Swedish so meatballs. So what, why you, why were you opposed to going? Because I don't think I would like it very much. <laughs> okay. There's a difference between not liking something and disliking it, and there's a especially big difference between not enjoying something and hating it. I What's believe. the difference between not liking something and disliking it? <laughs> so if you, that one I don't get, the other a, one I, I you understand. have apathy. Yeah, if you don't like something, then you may not feel anything about it. If you dislike something, you have active negative emotions towards Mm. it. Okay. These menu highlights are really funny. Sorry to continue with this, but we've got taco and salad, which I think is just an interesting combination. There was pancakes and then pancakes with syrup, so you know you have two different options. Um, (laughs) Bloody raw chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Is it it very raw chicken? Or is it bloody raw chicken? I think it's just from England. So it's very raw chicken. It's yes. just chicken that is incredibly raw. It's more raw than your average chicken. <laughs> is this a menu item or is this <laughs> it's, it on it's Google? In, it's in the menu highlights. Why would Steak you why would you sell pie. something called raw chicken? I feel like it's not very appetizing. Well, it's bloody raw chicken. Oh, I forgot. They poured blood all over it. They've first. also got okra and poutine. Well, that's just food. <laughs> that's just something people eat. So when do we go, Clay? Do we go for lunch or do we go for, for dinner? Um... I think that depends on if we can all wake up in time to have a lunch. <laughs> That's a very good point. We could find that pivotal moment where they're switching between lunch and dinner. We could go during that pivotal time, and that way when we find something for lunch that we really liked and we go back for it, it's, all bit, it's already been replaced yep. with the dinner <laughs> <laughs> Which none of it you enjoy, <laughs> except you for the mashed to, potatoes and mac and cheese. If you want me to dislike Golden Corral, that is a, a much more viable option, I believe. Mm. Yeah, if if, if I want to go in there and I get my like, two slices of perfectly nice honeyed sliced ham, and then I go back for seconds because it was mm, so good and it's just meatloaf there. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I go over to the the side of the bar to get that um, prime rib because the first time I got it, it was so juicy and tender, I just had to get a second plate. <laughs> I think you need a couple more O's, but <laughs> and I went back to go get that second plate that I just had to get because it was so juicy and tender. Yeah, and it wasn't there. I'm, you know, I might hate Golden Corral for that, mm. taking away my my prime rib. Yeah. Would you throw a right? Would you ask to see the manager? I don't. I don't know if. Would I that am. help? Would the manager yeah. bring another plate? I don't he know. Might. Is he going to cook me <laughs> if, another if plate? Connor's of convincing prime rib? enough. He might do it. He Will might his prime rib be out. so juicy and tender that you want another plate? Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I don't know if I want it. Well, he's only going to bring you the one, so I guess it doesn't matter. Well, it, it does matter. 
Because I, if I want a second plate, that implies a lot about how good the first plate was. Right. If well, yeah. If it's so, so if you like the first plate and, tender, and it's so juicy and tender that you get, you ask the manager for a second plate. It doesn't matter how juicy and tender the manager's plate is because he's not going to. They're well, not going to bring you another one. No, no. It, it actually does for how much I enjoy it, though. I I also think it. Well, like, yeah, I didn't. It doesn't see matter to Golden Corral. The only the only menu item I saw that I'm relates not to this Corral. at all is prime rib so juicy and tender that I wanted a second plate. There was no option for prime rib that's not so juicy and tender mm. that you don't want a second plate. Gotcha. That that doesn't exist. So it's all oh, so it's all juicy and tender. So I'm surprised I'm surprised more uh, menus for restaurants don't just say that you want to eat more of their food after you eat the food <laughs> the first time. I guess they have a hard time creating food that makes that's, you want to eat it. Yeah, they right. can't false advertise it. Right. They would never do that. Yeah. Well, this obviously isn't though false advertising. Obviously, no. 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 Yeah. Just like the bloody raw chicken is actually bloody raw chicken. I bet. It's yeah. just raw chicken that's very been covered raw. in blood. <laughs> they <laughs> sure. went to Publix, bought it, let it yep. soak out on the little uh, buffet line. In and the then blood. It they also bought from Publix. <laughs> right. From the blood. Well, the blood they found at Publix. <laughs> the Publix blood section. Yeah. <laughs> Hand signals. What, wasn't there a time when we'd been talking for a little bit and then we looked at Cameron and he was like, no, that was last night. That was last night, yeah. What did I do? I don't remember. Nothing, I don't probably. Remember. I don't think it matters what you did. Yeah, yeah it, didn't, it didn't solve the problem of us looking at you. Because <laughs> it was a problem. It was. Can you give me your knife? I like the, so I the, the face cords. up against the yeah. pop filter. <laughs> it's a good look. <laughs> Just don't cut mine. It's very comfortable. You look oh, like okay. the Phantom well. of the Opera. Wait, take it back. Ready? Yeah. Do you know how to play the, the beginning of the Phantom of the Opera, the musical? <laughs> you can do it with the, the keys that are currently available to you. I don't know. Sorry. Can you play? Now you can do it. Yeah, now you can do it. <laughs> well, he was distracted before. Now he can. I don't know. Put it. your pinky there. Put your thumb there. Nope. Put your thumb there. And then go. Were you in a marching band, Cameron? Mm-hmm. Did you play? Fa- did you ever play Phantom Defense? Phantom what? Defense? No. Nope. It sounds like. I don't know what it sounds like. It's just the Phantom. It's just the Phantom of the Opera theme. I just played that in choir. Hmm. No, I never did. In sleep he sang to me that strange duet. My power over you grows strong. Did you play it in high school other than marching band? What? Like any Phantom of the Opera stuff? No. You know when I played Phantom of the Opera? Middle school. That makes sense. That does make sense. I think it was advanced band. Phantom of the opera is there. The phantom is there inside my mind. Yeah, he did just spoil it for you. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the phantom is real. He's not a. He's not a figment of her imagination. Yeah. He's just also inside of her brain. Yeah. Inside yeah. her mind. Yeah. Sorry, there's a different thing. Yeah, the mind is a little bit different. All all brains are, or all minds are brains, but not all brains are minds. You know, like philosophically speaking, I think that's correct, but I don't. I don't know if I like that. It's true. <laughs> yeah, th- this is this is actually going in my um, my Socratic yeah. anthology later on. Right. 
you'll see my thoughts on the writings of amazing scholars of the past. Such as Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> Cameron Downs. And Cameron Downs and uh, James Harding. Yes. Amelia Bedelia. She was a maid, right? I think so, yeah. Hmm. That is quite a throwback, Amelia Bedelia. Yeah. Yeah. What is the throwback to? Amelia, Amelia Bedelia. What do you mean? You know what it is. That's like me saying Clifford the Big Red Dog, and then Cameron being like, "What is that a throwback to?" <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know who. But I don't know who Amelia Bedelia is. What do you mean? I mean, I know who. I know. I never heard those words together. That's what, what, what's what's the other? What's pr- Cam Jansen? Cameron? Jan- You've never seen this in your life. <laughs> no. Wasn't I'm your mom a, a school teacher? Bedelia. There's no way your mom never made you read Amelia Bedelia in the corner of the classroom. No, she maybe for timeout. I was eating well, fucking. I was eating out. fish food in the corner of her classroom. <laughs> Why were you eating fish food, Cameron? <laughs> That's something we got to unpack for a minute. I think here. we talked about that before. I definitely I do not I think not we've remember. talked about this before. <laughs> we've talked about that. I think we've talked about it on the show. We did talk about it on the show. About Cameron eating fish food. Yeah, go remember. back and listen to it, Connor. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that. It's very salty. Right. It's not right. that bad. <laughs> I have like no the little flakes. He just, yeah. You put it in your mouth? In your yeah. mouth? I think I said this at the time, too, but it's much better than dog food. Yeah, because we were comparing it to the time I ate. Well, see, I could believe that I, Clay uh, ate dog food. That's that, that, see, that seems like something I've heard before, but the Cameron eating fish food is new to me. That's unique. Cameron definitely ate fish food yeah. in his mom's classroom. Did yep. you do it, too, with with Cameron? Were you there? No. <laughs> were you guys <laughs> completely separate? <laughs> school classmates? It was completely independent of Cameron that I ate fish food. <laughs> so you, you also, also ate fish food? Ate fish food. Well... What do you mean? It's, well? a, it's, a, it's a yes or no or question. No. I haven't talked about this before, actually, but um, one of my best friends in elementary school, he had this huge fish. And I don't, I don't mean like, oh, that's a big fish. I mean, you walk in and you see this thing in a tank that is already a pretty big tank, and this thing fills it completely. Like, it can't even turn around. Like, like he has a whole ass, like, group. That's just torture. <laughs> it's just this. sitting there. Yeah. Have you seen, like, the... It's he got a bluefin tuna, like, in his... <laughs> It's like a yellow fish, and it's got like the big like head, Gold like fish? the big forehead. It, I mean, I guess it's like I, like the ones that like stick out. Like its forehead's yes. got like a. It looks like a beluga whale looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had one of those, and normally they only get to like yeah, maybe the not, size of like, two fists. Yeah, 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 or something like that. They're normal fish size. Yeah. Yes, this thing was literally like the size of like a dinner plate and a half. That's wild. Why did it get so big? I have no clue. I don't know how it's, it's, it survived, it's, it's but I did try. Hormone? I tried its fish food. Oh, I thought you were going to say you tried it. it. (laughs) You took a bite. (laughs) Took a chunk out of it. Maybe maybe its fish food made you more powerful in the same way it made that fish more powerful. Well, (laughs) Maybe that that food made it so big. I I guess I was a lot taller then compared to my peers. You're telling me the fish food stunted your growth? Because I I probably hung out in a house with that fish until maybe like 7th or 8th grade. And as soon as high school started, everybody else got taller than me. How, how long did you eat fish food for? Well, it was only like the one time. But, <laughs> but he was around that fish. I was around the fish's power. growth hormones. Yeah. He was getting secondary f- food poisoning. Breathing in. <laughs> That's why I reached like 5'7 in middle school and then stopped growing. Right, right. What are you now? Like 5'9. Nice. I reached 5'7 in middle school and then stopped growing. <laughs> okay. And this has been uh, welcome back to the Balcony Brothers podcast. What? On this episode, we're actually ending the episode right now. <laughs> oh shit! I wasn't ready. Oh, for we're this. doing it. We're doing it. On outro. this episode, we're ending the episode. <laughs> yeah, on this episode, on this episode, we're doing an outro right now. 
As okay. opposed to later, as like opposed we to normally later. do. Yeah. yeah, normally we do it after the intro, but this time this isn't the intro, it's the outro. Okay. Okay. I get I, Okay. I think I get it. You don't have to. That's yeah. As, as long as you guide the way, I will I will follow. Okay. While well, I'm guiding us to the outro. Can you take me there, oh savior? Uh yeah, let me check. I've got how many listeners do we have? <laughs> I was trying to count the amount of tickets that I need to uh, take us all to the outro to get on the train and go there. But well, you just you just have to come around and punch holes in all of them. All all of them, the yes. listeners specifically, <laughs> and and all of, yeah, not their tickets, okay. like their their physical bodies. This yes. might hurt. Brace yourself, but um, <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. The ride is worth it. All right, all aboard the uh, the ending train. Goodbye. 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 Choo choo. <laughs> Find us at Golden Corral. <laughs> 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 exactly. That's <her. laughs>